Good evening, this is Derek with the Grumpy Guy Show. You're going to listen to episode number 18, Just an Old Guy Complaining. What's he complaining about tonight? Well, how about the way that major appliances are now purchased and advertising that you pay for? Stay tuned. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Derek McAllister with the Grumpy Guy Show. Tonight it's another solo run because Ryan and I just couldn't get anything to work right for recording. Now, as you know, we don't have a whole lot of listeners yet. Hopefully that'll change. But we don't have a whole lot, which means that I really can't afford to go paying for something. So if you have any ideas out there for a product that we can use to do this, please drop us a note in the uh, comments for the episode on our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Things we've tried. We've tried using Google Meet or Google Chat, whatever the heck it's called nowadays. Uh, we tried using Discord. That's what we used when he actually did the recording with me remotely. So, you know, that, that didn't work out so well. And we tried using a phone call where I called him from the computer, but we couldn't get it to record his voice. And then we tried using Facebook Messenger, and of course that didn't work either. So we've tried most of what I can figure out to try for free. I do have an idea where I might try just calling him on the phone and using the record feature that's built into uh, Google's dialer app but I'm not so sure how well that's gonna work I'm not sure where it stores it so I gotta play with that and see what happens so it may end up being a little bit of a short episode but we'll see because you know I got a couple of topics that have really got me irked so let's jump right in so the first one so recently our washer decided that it was gonna it was gonna die all right now don't get me wrong I'm not complaining about the quality of the product because it's it's roughly 14 it's somewhere 14 to 16 years old so you know that's that's a pretty good lifespan for something that takes as much abuse and does as much work as the washer does so, you know, I decided, I, I said, well, okay, I gotta go get one because, you know, we need to do laundry. That's all there is to it. Can't, can't go without doing laundry. So, I went down to the store. I went down to Lowe's to begin with. And I started looking through all of their products out there. You know, I find one that I like. And I go over to talk to him about it. And he says, well... It'll take us three weeks to get it to you, and then two months to get the dryer. Okay, well, how about this next one down then? Okay, well, we can get you that one in about the same two weeks, but there's no telling when the dryer is coming in to match it. Okay, well, how about this one over here? Oh, well, I can get you those in a nice matching set, both at the same time, but not until the end of October. Now, this is September 
8th when I did this. So I said, well, I can't wait that long to get a washer. So I'm going to have to go somewhere else. Now, no matter where you are, no matter what city you're in, you're very, very limited as to who actually sells washers and dryers nowadays. So I go over to Home Depot because it's right near where I am. And I'm looking through, and they have a much smaller selection, an even smaller selection of those that I would actually consider purchasing. So I, I looked at one, and I said, okay, well, you know, how, how long will it take to get this one in? Well, if you want that one, I, I have to sell you that one right there. So you could take it home tonight if you got a way to do that, or we can have it delivered. So I said, okay, how about a matching dryer? So she looked it up, and she said, well, that won't be, we can't get that delivered until October 20th. I said, okay, well, our dryer's still working, so that works. I'll take it. So I bring it home, get it all set up, get it plugged in, get the water lines hooked up, put the drain in. And then I start following their instructions to test it, calibrate it, and make sure that it's all ready. And it runs, makes all kinds of noise, and then stops. I'm just sitting there, okay, do I have to wait for it? What do I have to do? nothing so I said alright well let's try getting some water in there you know because they got the little pre-wash jet thing they call it I don't know what the hell it is just like a little waterfall you push a button and it starts this little waterfall so you can do a pre-wash and then you hit the button again to stop it so I said well I can use that to fill it up so I turned it on I let a whole bunch of water run in there and then I stop it, I close the lid, and I tell it to start a, spin, a rinse and spin cycle. Because that's their suggestion. So then I, it, it starts up, makes all its noise again, and I can see the drain line moving. So I pull the drain line up, and it's actually pumping some water out. So, okay, it's pumping water. Good thing. Maybe it'll start. So then I sit there, and it's done making all this noise, and it just stops. I said, okay. Well, when I pushed the start button, it took, a couple, it took a minute before it actually started. Maybe that's what has to happen. Maybe I just got to let it sit there. So I let it sit there. I walked away. Nothing. 20 minutes, I let it sit there. And when I came back after that 20 minutes, it still had the same 18 minutes remaining displayed on the screen. So I said, all right, guess something's wrong with it. So being brand new, I figured, hey, what the heck, you know, let's just call Samsung and, and see, you know, see what they can do for me. So... I, I, I didn't actually call them because it's impossible to find a number. And, of course, I, I, I'm i the type of person I'd rather not actually talk to somebody. It's easier to message them. So that's what I did. And in messaging them, 
he had me try everything that I had already tried. And then finally he said, okay, well, this isn't working. We're going to have to get a technician out there. I said, all right, just to make sure, this is a brand new washer, so I'm not going to pay for it. Right? He said, well, as, as long as it's still in warranty. I said, I just bought it. It's got to be in warranty. So he asked me for the serial number. I give him the serial number, and he says, no, you, you, that's not in warranty. That, ex that warranty expired in September of 2020. I said, no, it couldn't have expired in September of 2020 because I truly just bought it. <clears throat> so, he, he's, you know, he kind of stumbled a little bit and then finally said, well, I need your receipt as proof. So I sent him the receipt. Okay, it'll be covered. All right, great. Let's let's get it let's get this taken care of. Because <clears throat> you know, I told him, I said, because it's brand new. If if you're not gonna be able to fix it, then I'll take it back right now and I'll cancel the dryer and I'll order something else. He said, No, no, we can get it fixed. Not to worry. Alright. So he sets everything up. <clears throat> service company calls me, sets up an appointment for a week later. So here we are, we're without a damn washer for a week. And then, you know, they were supposed to come today. They called me right about the time the technician should have been calling me to say he's on his way. And he said, they say, we're sorry, we're not going to be able to service it today because our technician hurt himself and he's going to be out for a while. I said, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? I haven't had a washer for two weeks now waiting for this stuff. I mean, you know, two weeks was an exaggeration, but seriously, you know, the they, next appointment they had available is a week from today, which means... By the time they get out here, it will be two weeks since I've had a washer. This is ridiculous. I told her, I said, you know, I need a washer. And if I need to just take this thing back, because I'm going to have to keep screwing around waiting for you guys to come through and fix this, then I need to do it now before Home Depot won't take it back. No, no, we'll be there. Okay. But, you know, this all goes right back to the biggest issue that there is. I could, I could have, and I should have, just gone online and ordered a washer and dryer set. Plain and simple. I shouldn't have played this game of going down there because I knew going down there that they weren't going to have one in stock. But the, the difference is, the last time we went down and we bought a washer and dryer... It was a two-day turnaround, meaning, you know, they, they have warehouse in the Syracuse area. They just, you know, it was just a matter of scheduling their delivery trucks. But now, it's a minimum of two weeks. Why? Well, because their warehouse is no longer in the Syracuse area. Their warehouse is someplace else, which means not only are they scheduling the delivery from that place to their warehouse, but then they've also got a schedule from their warehouse 
to the house. <laughs> it's like this with all major appliances. I get that, you know, having these things in stock is expensive. But this is what you do. This is why you mark prices up 50% over your cost to cover anything that you might lose. I mean, you know, this is, this is nuts. What if a refrigerator goes? Well, when our refrigerator went bad, we ended up having to go out and buy a, a small refrigerator just to keep essential things for the week and a half before they delivered the refrigerator. And that was the fastest turnaround that I could get. You know, th this, is, this is outrageous. I understand that there's shipping problems and everything, but that kind of lends itself to having a localized warehouse. Instead of having one central warehouse down in PA or wherever it is that covers the entire Northeast, why don't you have one in every state? Or, you know, maybe you don't have one in smaller states like Connecticut or Rhode Island. You know, maybe there's one that's like right in mass that covers... Rhode Island, Connecticut, you know, maybe Western New York and Maine. But, you know, even even covering, or not Western New York, Eastern New York, even covering Eastern New York and Maine is an awful big territory. You know, you've got to have these more localized things. And, the you know, because people are just going to get ticked off. So many of these stores can't figure out why Amazon got so big and why they got so big so quickly. Well, it's because when you order from Amazon you know that even if you're paying Prime, you're waiting two days for it to be delivered. Two days, that's it. You know, you go to these stores, you don't know when it's going to be delivered. You know, unless it's sitting there right on the shelf that you can pick it up and carry it out, you don't know when it's going to be delivered. You know, we... And the other thing is, instead of having to go store to store to store to store, you can just go to one place, look and find all different kinds of items. You know, example, my youngest, he just, he, he wanted some different headphones. So I said, well, you know, we'll go down to Walmart and see what they have. So we went down there. They didn't have anything that he wanted. Why? Well, he wanted specific type that, you know, they're, they're wired because he's the, he's the type that still wants wired headphones. But he also wants on-ear headphones or over-ear headphones. He doesn't like earbuds. Kind of like me in that sense, but, you know, so he had a very specific thing that he wanted. And they didn't have them. So, what'd we do? Well, I'm not going to drive them all around from store to store to spend ten bucks on some headphones just so you could have them right then. We ordered them on Amazon. Two days later, guess what? They're here. And they're the exact thing that he wanted on-ear wired headphones you know this is why this is why amazon got so big this is why stores like walmart target sears kmart yes sears and kmart just in case you don't know they're they're part of this whole thing they all fell apart because amazon came in and they had these centralized warehouses where they pushed shipping you know they didn't have the the overhead so the overhead cost associated with having a building like Walmart. You know, you look in in the Syracuse area. Syracuse is small. I think there's like seven or eight WalMarts in this area. That means they're paying seven or eight times as much for locations as what Amazon's paying 
You know, so Amazon is, instead of paying for these buildings all over like that, what are they doing? They're paying for the shipping. They're covering their costs with, you know, they're making it up with shipping. And all of these stores missed out on that because they went with a misguided principle that everybody's going to want to touch stuff. They're going to want to physically grab things. They're going to want to say, I want to go down to the store and I want to buy it and take it home today. You know, when it comes to saving a couple of bucks and not having to drive store to store to store to find what you want, there's not many people that would prefer to do that. And that's why Amazon is so big. Unfortunately, the government didn't do their job and protect the people. They let Amazon buy up companies. They let Amazon completely and totally destroy other online retailers with very aggressive tactics. But, you know, it, it's, it's getting to a point where I really don't even want to go down to the store to buy things like these major appliances. And I can tell you now... If they don't fix this, I'm going to take it back to Home Depot. I'm going to tell them to cancel the dryer, and I'm going to order something online. Not saying it's going to be from Amazon, because there's other places like Best Buy or you know, BJ's where we can actually order these appliances. Yeah, it'll take a little while to get here, but it's going to take a while to get here anyhow. So... I might as well save a couple of dollars and get exactly what I want and know when it's coming. It's just insane. I, I, I don't understand what their thinking is with this. You know, it just it baffles me as to how they think that that's a good business model. It's just not. So, anyway... That, that took up quite a bit of time. Boy, oh boy. But I gave you the big story, the whole story, instead of just part of it. Yeah, maybe you'll like that, maybe you won't, I don't know. Leave me some comments, let me know. So the next topic I've got, it has to do with podcasting. So I'm trying to grow the audience. And part of growing the audience is, you know, it's, it's to find other places to uh, other avenues so you know i i've been posting the link on facebook and ryan posts the link on twitter and you know i share it via text message to to my neighbor you know because he he refuses to get a podcast app and you know he he apparently can't remember when uh, where the addresses when you know he could just save it as a favorite in his browser but hey <laughs> just picking on you but you know i i do that because i want to grow it and i hope that you know people are sharing it out i hope that anybody listening is enjoying it i mean i've had some comments where people said hey you know that was funny but our listenership is way down sure some of it is probably because Ryan and his friends are in college and they're they're distracted. Totally get that. But, you know, so I, I've been trying to remember to look into putting the podcast on on the uh, iTunes store, you know, with with all the other Apple or 
I guess it's not the iTunes store. I guess it's the Apple Podcast or something. I don't know what the heck it is. But, so I finally remember to look into that over the weekend. And I'm going along and, I, and I'm like, and they keep talking about money. They keep talking about adding a credit card. And I'm looking, and I'm, I, you know, I, I'm following the steps. And you, I've, got, I've now got an Apple ID, which I never thought I'd have. But, you know, I've got an Apple ID. And then I go to sign up, sign up to be able to put them up there. And it's $20. Now, I don't, I, I, I don't remember if that was $20 one-time fee or $20 per month or $20 per year. I think it was actually per year. But at any rate, this, these podcasts are generating so much revenue for Apple just, just by having people come into you know, the iTunes store they're going to see all of these other things beyond just the podcast. Why am I paying money to Apple for them to make money? It's insane. But this is the kind of thing that happens all over the place. You know, it used to be the only way you knew somebody was wearing Nike shoes was, you know, you look at them, you see the swoosh. You never knew anything about Nike making shirts or anything like that. No, not until suddenly they realized that people would actually advertise for them. And not only advertise for them, but pay to advertise for them. You buy a shirt from Nike, doesn't matter what kind of shirt it is, there's going to be that Nike swoosh on it. Doesn't matter. You can't, you can't get away with that. You can't get away without having that. And, you know, every single brand has their own little logo, and it's always displayed. Why can't you just get a shirt? that doesn't advertise for some company. You know, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't want to advertise for Nike. I just want a quality shirt. I don't want to advertise for Polo. I want a quality shirt. You know, but they plaster it all over the place and they make it so that it's so prominent that, you know, it really distracts from what, what it is. You know, I, I mean, seriously, I should have to ask, hey, what brand shirt is that? That's nice. That's a nice shirt. I shouldn't be able to just look and say, oh, <laughs> Nike shirt. Okay. He's got money. I mean, seriously, you know, it's become, it's become a status symbol. You know, I mean, when I was in high school, having Nike shoes was a status symbol because they were expensive then. They're expensive now. But, you know, they're not as expensive now because there's more competition. But, you know, it was a status symbol to have Nike shoes. You know, so now it became a status symbol to have a Nike shirt. It's not that the Nike shirts are any better quality than, say, something from, you know, some something from Levi's or some of the other, like, Polo or anything like that. It's just Nike. You know, and we wonder why these companies are getting to be so big. Well, it's because you're paying to advertise for them. You know, you, you look at, look at like, uh, now if you if you look at any sports team, you buy their stuff, and it's plastered all over the place. And what are you doing? Well, you're advertising for them. You know, you're you're not really supporting them. You're just making the team rich, because the league may be not for profit, but each team is not necessarily not for profit. You know. But, but even then, 
you buy that shirt, you're you're advertising for that league, which you know is supposedly not for profit, but you know they're worth billions, and you're also advertising for that team. But then you're also advertising for that individual player because you're getting their jersey. You're not just buying a shirt. I mean, yes, you can, and some people do, but most people, when they spend the money on something like that, they're buying the jersey of their favorite player. It's just ridiculous. That's all advertising. You're not buying a jersey. You're buying an advertisement, and you're going to wear it around. So now these companies have all these billboards going all over the place. And that's why so many companies are doing these things. You know, it's not because their product is actually any better. It's because they know that if they advertise and make you a billboard, you're going to pay for a billboard for that status symbol. It's just insane. You know, so you know, back to this whole thing. I mean, this is a podcast with a very low listenership. I, I can't afford to spend 20 bucks, even if, even if I'm correct, it's 20 bucks a year. I can't afford to spend that on something I'm not going to make any money on. Sure, if I get to the point where I've got, you know, 50 user uh, 50 listeners on a regular basis, then I'll start doing some ads. You know, but it's not going to be something that I'm going to try and make a living on because seriously, who wants to listen to some old guy complain constantly? The fact that some people are actually listening to me ramble on for 30 minutes, you know, that that's impressive, and I really appreciate that. But, you know, am I ever expecting to be able to make enough money to afford 20 bucks a year to, uh, to get onto Apple's, Apple's stuff? No. And yeah, somebody might say, oh, well, you know, you got to take a chance at it because the only way you're going to make money is to spend money, but... You know, this is just a hobby. This is again, this isn't something that I'm trying to make millions of dollars on. This isn't something that I'm trying to, you know, retire with. This is just something to vent to to kind of relax and, you know, make my life a little bit better. It's not something that I expect to get rich on. And, you know, I, I'm not gonna go spending a whole lot of money just to do it. That's why I'm using Anchor as the, as the, you know, as the place to start it from because they offer it for free. You know, I'd love to have a website instead of using Facebook, but you know, I I can't do that and have it so that it's not free. I can't afford that. I've got other things that I got to deal with, you know, just like anybody else. Somebody who's really young and starting out Sure, they could go ahead and spend the money. But, you know, I've got a mortgage, I've got cars, I've got a family to take care of. You know, maybe if I, you know, maybe if podcasts were a thing back when I was 20, sure, I'd be looking to make money on this and I'd spend a little bit to get it started and get it going. But I'm not 20. I'm not debt free. You know, I, I, have a car that I want to be reliable. So, you know, paying 20 bucks a year just to maybe pick up a few listeners and not make any money off of it, well, that's ridiculous. Especially since if I did pay that 
and I did start running advertisements, I'd more than likely have to tell Apple that I'm running advertisements. And then they'd say, well, we need a cut. Well, what do you need a cut for? You're charging me 20 bucks a year just to be on here. You don't need a cut. And they'd argue with me. And then what they would do is they would say, well, if you want to be on our platform and you're going to run advertisements, then you got to pay us 20 bucks a year and you got to give us a cut out of your advertisement money. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous. And they do this stuff based on the fact that they know that I'm not going to be able to afford to fight them. You know, even if I, even if I won the lottery and I had millions of dollars sitting in the bank, how can somebody, even a multimillionaire, you know, I mean, let's say I won the current lottery, which, you know, one of them is like 400 million. So, you know, I, I bring home 200 million. That's chump change to, to a company like Apple. You know, they're, they're worth they're worth a hundred billion dollars. You know, if I if I decide I'm gonna fight with them, they're just gonna laugh at me and say, Okay, well you you can go ahead and you can argue with our team of our team of forty five lawyers. Let us know when you're ready to cave in and, and just pay us. You know, and this is where the government really needs to step in and control things. You know? They, they allowed these companies to get this big, and now they got to figure out a way to correct it. Because without correcting it, we're just going to be in this problem forever. But, anyway. So folks, it's about that time. Probably heard the music starting up in the background. You know, I, I hope you enjoyed this, and, and hopefully I can figure something out to get Ryan in on this next week. He's, he's talking about actually having some of his friends join us, so, you know, maybe, maybe they won't be joining us next week, but hopefully soon, so that you're not just listening to an old guy ramble on. So, good night, and we'll see you.